Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I wanted to talk about the residents of Enfield uh, in County Mead. They've been facing water and power cuts consistently for the last year and it's left residents in a huge distress and having to collect and ration water uh, when it eventually does come on. I've heard stories of people saying, quick, the water's on! And they go off and they have a shower and half of the shower the water goes again because everybody in the area is using the water at the same time. Now, I will be speaking to some of the local residents um, and, and what they've been facing. Um, and I also want to get to, uh, chat to a local councillor as well, Jack Lynch from Ain2, about the issue. But let me just go to Julia first if I can. Julia, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing? How are you? How's things, Niall? Right. Explain to people what's going on. When did this all start? And did you just find, have you found out a reason why it's happening? Um, basically, it's been an ongoing issue for the last couple of years, but it's just gotten progressively worse over the last year, um, especially amidst the pandemic. Um, I think people have kind of noticed it a lot more because they're obviously at home um, with their children and they're working from home. Um, the, the issue seems to be that there's problems with um, a reservoir, an upgrading of a reservoir and um, a local treatment plant that needs upgrading. Now, the works have started on that, and um, they, they, they've so the, the water from Enfield. Which which reservoir does it come from? It's not Pulavuka, is it? No, I don't actually know the actual reservoir. If I'm being okay. honest with you, I don't know those details. Um, okay. I'm sure one of the other residents would fill you in. Right. But I have I have been told by um, a local TD that there was a 1.5 million grant given um, to upgrade these treatments because there was more developments going into the area. Um, there were schools. There was nursing homes, new housing developments going in. And basically, they needed to upgrade these systems in order to, to keep up with the demand. Yeah. Um, now, they've kept up with parts of that, and they've started the works. But the issue is, is that there's plans, and then there's unplanned um, outages. And there seems to be more unplanned outages in the area. I mean, there's been 19 unplanned outages since August. I mean, it's not, um, it's not too bad if you get a letter in the door or something to say, listen, that you know, the water's been cut off, you know, on Saturday between this time and that time. At least you can prepare for that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, the, it's the unplanned ones um, that, are, that are happening. And they, they seem to be more frequent than the planned ones. And I'm assuming and they will happen, is, they probably most likely happen at the busiest times, you know, six o'clock in the evening when everybody gets home from work oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know yourself on a Sunday, just when everyone's trying to get the children ready for school, get them in the bath. Get all your washing done. Um, it's crazy. I mean, so, yeah. are, so the kids are in Enfield are, are going to school filthy with dirty <laughs> hair on them on the morning. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of it's like Enfield is the town that's being forgotten. It's kind of getting to the point where, um, like parents are buying bottled water, but the local shops are running out of water. Um, I'm going. I, I family that are living in Enfield, so I'm speaking on their behalf, and I'm cursing thirty-five liter drums of water down to mum and dad's house, down to my sister's house, down to as many residents as I possibly can. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke that at this day and age this has to happen. And Irish water aren't giving. 
any answers. They're well, really I, well I'll tell you the statement they gave us today. I'm going to read it out just to be fair to them, all right? But they, it's quite a okay. long statement. It says, Irish water crew is working to restore water supply in Enfield following an issue at the water treatment plant. Irish water is working in partnership with Mead County Council to carry out works to restore water supply following a mechanical issue at the water treatment plant. Crews are working to restore supply as quickly and safely as possible. While works are ongoing, customers in Enfield are likely to experience temporary disruption to the supply, such as low water pressure and water outages. Water supply is expected to return in the early evening. Further planned works are scheduled to take place tonight as new pumps at the plant are being commissioned. In order to carry out these commissioning works, there will be a planned shutdown of the water treatment plant from 11 tonight, the 14th of September, until 5am. You can prepare for another outage, by the way, uh, on the 15th of September. The new pumps will reduce the risk of future disruptions. Now, So they're kind of saying that they're kind of fixing it. Yeah, they, they kind of, they've been saying that for the last two years now. Um, it, it went to the job. So you've heard this before, um, like you've heard this line before. Oh, okay. look, residents, there, there must be about a thousand now um, reference numbers that people have been given. Um, every resident is bringing in and you're just given a reference number and you're given the same answer. Um, no one is able to source where these leaps or where the mechanical issues are coming from. No one will actually tell us exactly where. Well, they're, blame, they're blaming two pumps, these new pumps they're putting in. Yeah, but they won't tell tonight. us where the pumps are. And that's the strange part. Um, they, they don't seem to tell people where these pumps are. By the way, um, can I just point out, it's a coincidence since we've asked them for a statement, suddenly the pumps are being put in yeah. tonight. But however, oh, well, that was, I know, that was yesterday, should I say. It's such a coincidence. Yeah. I, I gave them a call yesterday and I told them that I was going to raise it on yeah. national TV. I was going to, I, I, I shot everything out there and I just said, look, I've got to raise this. And all of a sudden the water's back on. I mean, they can do what they want. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Now, okay, now the ESB. Okay, so on top of the yeah. water problem, and we were only talking, yeah. myself and Tara outside, we're talking about the 1970s, where your power yeah. used to go all the time. It's like living yeah. in the 1970s in Enfield. I believe the power is going. Now, yeah. we did get onto ESB networks, but they still haven't got back to us with a statement yet. So what's yeah, happening in the power? Won't. So with the power, it's kind of, it's, it's less frequent than the water issue. Um, I want to say maybe once a month, um, there's an issue. Now, it, it, it's rectified relatively quickly, but it's still it's still not good enough because you're waiting on the water to come back on, then you're waiting on the power to come back on, then you're looking to try and heat the water. So it, 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 they both kind of coincide. So, I mean, people can't, unless both are working effectively, they can kind of... No, they, they work in tandem, hand in hand, of course, oh, yes. Yeah, can, no point in having the water when you can't make a cup of tea when you've no electricity. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy, like... Well, that um, just, it, this sounds bananas. I mean, look, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not living in a third world country here. You know what I mean? This is a modern country. We should be able to supply water and electricity to somebody without, a, you know, reasonable issues. In other words, now and again, you might have issues. You might have problems, you know, at, at treatment plants, et cetera, et cetera, but not on an ongoing basis for what you're saying, which is nearly a year. Stay there, Judy. Let me go to Sally as well. Sally, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? No, thanks for having us on. It's, yeah, as Julia says. Now, you live in Enfield. Experience. Yeah, I do. Lived here for oh, nearly 17 years now, Niall. Okay. Um, but the last few months have just been unbelievable uh, in terms of the disruption to the water. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't get through to you unless you've gone through it. How, you know, the unpredictability and just how it's really... Well, it is distressing. Tragic. If you, you have children, particularly, going, it's very distressing. I, you know, you don't know if you're going to be able to have a shower. You can't even wash your hands. You know, just, I mean, literally turning the tap on and it's nothing. It's bone dry. Yeah. Zero coming out the tap. Like, unless you've gone through it. I mean, it's one thing, you know, an hour or two. But this last outage, Noel, was like, you know, nearly the guts of three days, I would say. Three days. Yeah. I mean, we had 36, 36 out of 48 hours 
we had zero water, nothing. Oh. I mean, everybody, the whole estate, the whole uh, of Enfield, hitting the local shops, trying to get bottled water. I mean, literally, you're talking having bottled water on the side to actually fill up your toilet. And, and did, they, did the council not come out and even make one of the hydrants, the local fire hydrants, nothing. available to the residents? No, I mean, it seems to be that there's issues, Niall, in um, Enfield that there can be no storage. So Beliver, that's kind of quite nearby, they, they, they've gone through similar problems. They're probably a couple of years ahead of us. Um, but with mm. the capacity in infield, it seems to be that the narrative is that there can be nothing done to have any type of kind of storage if there's an emergency like this. Right, OK. But I mean, no, 18 times out of the last six weeks, there's been an outage. Well, you see, know, I, 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 I'm looking at the statement today from Irish Water and it gives the impression that it was just something that happened that was now fixed. No. And it was fixed no. yesterday. So yesterday, I mean, basically the water went off at one o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Um, it came back for maybe about 45 minutes first thing in the morning yesterday. Uh, so, I mean, everybody will probably have the same experience. Dive, try and sort of fill up the kettle, put a wash on. It went again. So the washing machine killed halfway through the cycle. Um, so then it was meant to come back at one o'clock yesterday afternoon. It didn't. It finally came back at six o'clock and then it went again. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's literally, you cannot, there's no predictability. And, and then what we're doing is looking to Irish Water on the Twitter feed. I mean, imagine going for such a basic service, you have to rely on Twitter. Twitter, you, you know, imagine if we're in your 80s, who's going to yeah. be sitting in your 80s, you know, looking at Twitter all day? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's even incorrect. You know, and what, do you, have you tried, when you Irish ring Water, them, when you ring them, what yeah, do they say? It, well, to be honest, getting through, you get a different story. I mean, we were told... Some people were told that this was due to a burst water mains in Mullingar. I mean, come on. You the, well, they can't the always be. They can't always Mullingar. be an excuse. You know, yeah, crazy. I mean, I get that. Yeah, they can't always be an excuse. I mean, not if it's, it's an yeah. ongoing problem. Now, the electricity as well is the problem too, Sally. You've had that problem too with the electricity. We have. I mean, honestly speaking, the, the electricity is, is not as severe as the water. I find the, the water the most severe at the moment. But yes, the electricity... You know, it, it, you, you, it can go, and it can, when it goes, it goes for, like, it's not just kind of 30 minutes. It could be three or four hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, since the pandemic, I've been working from home. Uh, you know, That's a disaster, yes. Now. Yeah. It is, you know, so, I mean, nothing works. You know, it's trying to connect the mobile signal for Wi-Fi, and, you know, you can't explain this to kind of on a call. I work with some really senior kind of companies, like Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking to myself, so the electricity goes and you say to yourself, Ash, look, I'll just have a quick cup of tea while it's come back. You can't even have a cup of tea because you can't fill the kettle. So, <laughs> because there's no water. I mean, yeah. this is this is terrible. I mean, in 2021, this is ridiculous. Now, can I ask both of you, is there any new housing estates being built in the area currently at the moment? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there mm. definitely is. There's, there's new housing estates being put in and there's a new nursing home and there's a new school. Now, plan of remission was given to those on the basis that all these treatments were going to, uh, the treatment plant and the reservoir was going to be upgraded. That was the condition. And um, development has gone ahead. The houses are, be- are being sold. Um, and um, the works are still being, they're ongoing in other areas. Because that can there. cause disruptions. I know that from where I where I was living. Absolutely. Yeah, it causes yeah, electricity now, disruptions. It's not the main problem. The, the, you know, the, the new developments aren't the problem. No. In Enfield. Uh, you know, the residents, I'm sure, welcome all new businesses, all new developments. It, it helps the area and it's fantastic. But it's, when the facilities aren't there, basic things like water, electricity, how on earth, you know, it was plan permission granted um, if it wasn't there beforehand? You know, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's mind-boggling. Um, and the, the, the council would have happened to give permission for that. So, I mean, the council have a lot to answer for, to that as well. 
And I mean, and I'm not discounting the fact there may be people, by the way, with medical needs who live in the area who need water, need electricity. Um, there that's, is, that's yeah. a huge problem as well if you have people it's with... It's a massive problem. There's people who have just had babies. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're being told to have baths. I mean, and then there's, a, there's, there's one particular resident who I know who is going through cancer at the moment and same thing, no water. I mean, just... Even heating, it's just it's silly. It's, I know, it's, and it's at times like this we realise how important, by the way, water and electricity are in modern life. But but stay there for a second, both of you. Damien, you also live in the area. You're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Damien? How you doing? doing uh, well. Damien, are you keeping the bath full just to, you know, have some water on standby for the next outage? <laughs> it is sort of the crisis stations are that all right. We, ha- we had to take a drive to Eden Derry on Monday night and buy 75 litres of water to keep the house topped up. So, um... That's the situation. We've had no warning of any of this, so we we had no opportunity to fill up the bathtub. Right. And none at all. Like So, so I mean, have you ever got warning during the year? Have you ever got a letter saying, like the one we got here, the statement that there'd be an outage between the, you know, the 14th until 5 a.m. on the 15th? Do you ever get any kind of warnings at all? No, we get directed to the website after the fact. So if we bring up the issue on Twitter to um, their Irish Water Care. We get directed to the website which says there's an outage. But as we saw yesterday, those outage notifications can change and be deleted uh, several times throughout the day. So it's not really a proactive warning. It's um, Mm. definitely after the fact. And it's all online. So for people who aren't online, it's not much use at all. And the local, I mean, you guys, Sally, Damien, and uh, Julia, who I know you're representing your parents, but have you got together and formed some sort of group or something like that, maybe, and talked to the local councillor? Now, I know we will be talking to a councillor a bit later on, Jack Lynch of Aintu, we will chat to him. And I know we've had Padder on the air many times, but I know he's busy today, he's in his car, so Jack will be on to talk to us about it. But have you talked to some of the councillors in the area? I mean, there is one counter, yeah, no, French is extremely good in the area. He really has, only for him, he's, you know, but he, he he's one person that's fighting a losing battle. You know, it's yeah. extremely difficult. So, I mean, the representation, I feel like we're neglected, we're ignored. You know, I've, I've contacted Damien English's um, office. Uh, PEDA has been in touch with us, yes. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, when you, when you see that there's a Fina Gale sinking, you know, in Trim Castle yesterday, and in literally 15 minutes down the road, you have four and a half, five thousand people that don't have water, and there's no yeah. response or no feedback from even you know the TDs that are elected. It's really very frustrating. So I mean, I think you know um, some some of us are in Enfield trying to kind of band together and kind of maybe more you know power the power of many hopefully supports, but. Yeah, yeah that, I, but that's to give people some idea of the scale of the problem. When you, when mm-hmm. you mentioned 5,000 people, because people think of Enfield, we all think of Enfield as this small little town that we pop into on the way to somewhere else. But it's not. not it's a massive all. place now. The population has grown immensely over the last few years. Exactly, Niall. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, it shouldn't come to that. You know, I would expect for such a significant part of the constituency, you know, that our TDs would have an interest. But quite honestly, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, I know right, EDA right. has organised... Um, protests there for the residents in Trim and Baliva, they've gone through something very, very similar. Um, but I don't feel that we're, we, you know, our, our concerns are genuinely heard. I don't know how the other guys feel, but... Mm-hmm. And do you, Damien, do you feel you're falling on deaf ears, your complaints? Well, I, I think it's hard to be consistent. Uh, the issue really came to a head in the last few days because of just how bad it is, but... 
people don't have time to, you know, be consistently chasing people um, um, to get the, the sort of resolution we need. Noel French has been wonderful, uh, as has been stated there a minute ago, but beyond that, it, it is falling on deaf ears, definitely. It's, it's not finding its way up the tree from there. Yeah, and, and she mentioned as well that Padder had been organising some protests or some marches or something like that. I, I, I don't know if that's going to achieve a huge amount. I mean, where it needs to be raised is in the doll which in turn then will get back to Irish water and put a, bit, a little bit of pressure on it. But let me go to Joe as well. Joe, you're also a resident of Enfield. If any amount of people calling in now from Enfield with the same problem, and from other parts of the country, by the way, having similar problems as well. Joe, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Joe? Joe, are you there? Oh, hang on, my fault, Joe. He just put you on there. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh, hello. Hi, are you? Uh, Joe, obviously a resident of Enfield, uh, same yeah. problem again. It's extremely frustrating. That's what I can hear from everybody today is frustration. And for yeah. you, I mean, the problems, I suppose, because do you have kids yourself? Uh, I have one kid, yeah. Um, he's nine, so sometimes skipping a bath in the evening wouldn't exactly, you know, be too bad for him. However, uh, if you're in his general vicinity afterwards, of a full day playing, you'd want him to have a bath, you know. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, just, it's a small, irritating thing. Um, from a day-to-day point of view, on one end of the extreme. The other end of the extreme is that, you know, if you have, um, like most people have, appliances that rely on water and it shuts off halfway through. Um, not, it's not good for the appliance, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're lucky, you're lucky that, you know, you just have to do the dishwasher again. But on the other side of the coin, it can sort of damage things. And when we're trying to be saving water as well, every night everybody sort of tops up the bottles of water and everything so that, you know, in the morning when you sit on the tap, and there's nothing coming out. I, ha- I have this vision in Enfield now of all the lights coming on at night at two o'clock in the morning because everyone realises the water's back and they're trying to get everything done before it <laughs> goes off a, again. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> there is an old wishing well in the middle of the town, so maybe we should go down there and uh, try and reboard or something because yeah. uh, that's what it's getting down to at this stage. So you've uh, one nine-year-old, is it, Joe? Yes. Okay, yeah, so, so I'm sure he gets peed off when, when the electricity goes as well because he can't play his PlayStation or whatever that's it is. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much it. And uh, to be honest, I know that a lot of the stuff we get, you know, with sort of sea from Irish water, etc., it's a very forward-thinking and talking in terms of years and possibly decades and, you know, a big plan. But so that's not good to you right now. Here, right now, yeah. there doesn't seem to be much information coming forward as to what, been worked on, uh, except for the trying to do improvements, etc. To sort of, you know, they're aware of the situation, they're trying to solve it, but we're, it's very light on the what they're doing, how, and this whole trust me, I'm a water engineer type approach only goes so far because, you know, on a day to day basis, we can't trust it. And the, as, um, as sort of Sally mentioned earlier, that when you do contact Irish water, you don't always get the same. Now, I know, I know they're saying that there's crews at the treatment plant trying to sort things out, mm. but locally, have any of you noticed any issues locally with, you know, holes in the road with loads of people standing around and fixing it or anything? Has, or, you know, leaks on roads or anything? Have anybody, anybody noticed anything in particular? Uh, I personally haven't, no. Um, it, mm. no it, it, it seems to be tra- the treatment plant related, and there is uh, understandably a lot of frustration and, you know, anger and outrage in the town. But that might make, you know, it might be good to vent and quite cathartic to type something on the Facebook page or to Twitter, but it doesn't actually end up solving it. And at the moment, we we just don't seem to have a straightforward answer as to mm. what it is. And if it's something that's, you know, scratching their heads, and if you're somebody who's spent 20, 30 years you know, studying water engineering and making him or her lose sleep over what to fix the problem, at least let us know that it's a bigger problem than you think. If it's a case that mm. it's fixable, but there's no will to fix it or no budget or something, let us know then 
So well, I, I can't understand here. how there'll be no budget, to be honest with you, because it looks like over the last 18 months, we seem to have an endless amount of money to do whatever we want. But I, by the way, it might rub salt in your wound. But yesterday, of course, there was an article, uh, and I'm looking here in the Irish Independent. The number earning more than 100,000 at Irish Water has increased to 133 last year. So the people of Irish Water are earning quite a substantial amount of money. So I don't know why they can't fix a small problem. Well, when I say a small problem, for them, it's a small problem. But for you guys, it's a big problem. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things of the population of the country, 5,000 people or so is not a lot of people to sort out and fix. But, you know, for them, it shouldn't be a big issue. Well, it's also uh, a concern yeah. as well about the quality of the water. I mean, um, in Enfield, I think it, it was found within the last few months that it broached um, EPA, um, the environmental agency um, kind of levels for kind of water quality as well. So it's not there's, yeah. there's two aspects. It's it's the um, the outage, the repeated outage. That's one thing, but also you when know, you do the, get it, the quality is not great. Exactly. I mm. mean, there's there's frequently that people will you know post up pictures, and I mean it's shocking. You know, the water is literally well, brown now, coming to out. Be, of the to be to be honest with you, I, I we spoke about this during the year, and we talked about water in general, and we had people from all over the country posting in pictures of water that looked like brown dirt, yeah. and mm-hmm. that seems to be a problem all over the country, depending on where you happen to live, and it comes down to, I suppose, the water treatment plants and how they're being maintained. But it does seem mm. to be a problem, and Irish water seems to be at the brunt of all this problem. And they're saying, according to this article, by the way, according to the 2020 annual report for the state-owned national water utility, which shows an impact of COVID-19 contributed to uh, operating profits, declining from 31%, from $380 million to $261 million. So they are making a bloody profit. Anyway, the numbers yeah. earning over 100000 of the state-owned utility increased to 133. So it's not that these people aren't being paid well to do their jobs. Now, I don't know about the people on the front line, if you know what I mean, who are out there actually fixing these pumps, how well they're paid but they're being paid to do the job so they need to do it that's, yeah, that's the bottom exactly. line well, yeah, it, the, 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 well sorry sorry one, one at a time is it Damien or somebody who, who wants to speak there sorry oh sorry I just said uh, Joe here sorry I was just saying there's, there's a lot of different angles to look at um, there does seem to be planning at a higher level for the salt to sort of mitigate and solve things which is down the line but it's just it, there's a certain point in time where, as you said, mentioned, the people who actually fix the pumps and keep them maintained, etc., there doesn't seem to be either the support for them to do what they need to do or the direction to help them do what they need to do. So usually in these things, it's it's somebody, you know, who knows what should be done, but they can't do it. And, and, and you're all right, by the way, money is not the issue because, of course, they are still reporting annual profits so, and they are being subvented by the state. So the money is not the issue. I mean, obviously, either manpower is the issue or finding the problem is the issue or getting the parts for whatever they need seems to be the issue. But listen, I thank you all for coming on the air and I will speak uh, to Jack Lynch for Main 2 just after the break as well and maybe we'll get a more, bit more information. I appreciate it and I hope you all get that sorted out soon. It must be a nightmare. Uh, thanks very much indeed uh, to Joe, Damien, Sally and Julia. Uh, all right, after the break, by the way, I will speak to Jack Lynch from Aintu, uh, who is a councillor in the local area, and ask him exactly what is going on. And by the way, maybe you've had the same problem because we, we talked about this last year, and I don't know whether it's improved or not. And we asked people to send in pictures of the quality of their water, depending on where you happen to live across the country, because maybe it's just a coincidence, but people are sending in pictures now as well on our WhatsApp at 087 188 has the quality of water disimproved over the last few years? Like somebody sent in a picture and says, Niall, I wouldn't drink the water in my area. Well, let, I want to make things abundantly clear. I would never drink water out of a tap. I never have. I never will. Um, I wouldn't drink water out of a tap. I'd always buy bottled water. It's dirt cheap anyway, generally speaking. You can buy it for 20 pence. You know, if you buy the, you know, the dozen 
things of it. That, that's just filtered water. Mind you, when you see all these fancy bottles that you get, you know, you're getting Duns and everything else or whenever it is, Tesco's and it's 20 bottles for 350 or whatever it is or four quid, you say to yourself, oh, that looks great. It comes from the springs in California. No, it doesn't. It comes from a tap somewhere in Ireland, but it is filtered. So you know it's clean, right? That's the, the only upside to it. But I wouldn't advise ever, personally speaking, I wouldn't advise drinking water from the tap. I think we've got to a point where we can't really, shouldn't be really doing that. You know what I mean? Probably not good for you, depending on what part of the country you're living in. Send us in a picture of your water quality, by the way. Is it filthy dirty? All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087 Angelina, how are you doing? Not too bad, how are you? God, welcome to Ireland's Classic Kids. Now, Angelina, you're also living in the area, but now here's the added problem. You have a four-month, though, which makes it a lot more difficult because obviously there's a few more extra needs there. Just a few extra, don't you? Now, come here, look, I grew up in India and we have water, you know, you'd have water issues there, but you get notice. You yeah. get notice when you're being cut off. We're not getting notice here. We're are you getting, getting any notice on any occasion? I know it's gone off about 20 or 30 times in the last year, but are you getting any notice at all? Well, put it this way. There's no notice kind of, no one's ringing to the door or putting a flyer through your door. There's a notice on their site the odd time. Now, it's not every time. It's the odd time here and there that it is. Um, but no one's, no one's saying this is happening. It's when it happens, we're all going, shit, there's no water. Sorry. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and when, when they say it do happens, like, for example, I, I know they had on their website or their Twitter account or whatever it is that it was going to go off yesterday, right? Because they were yes. fitting two new pumps until 5 a.m. yesterday morning or this morning, should I say. Now, yeah. when they say it's going to go off, say, from 10 o'clock to, say, 5 in the morning, does it go from 10 to 5 or does it end up going from 9 till maybe 2 o'clock the next day or something? Is it usually well, a lot of times on time? It goes, a lot of times it goes earlier. No, it would go earlier sometimes. Um, and in fairness to them, it will often come back a bit earlier than what they've said. But I mean, at 5 in the morning, no one's jumping up at 3 a.m. going, quick, is it back? <laughs> you know, yeah. you're kind of you're kind of there checking your taps all day going, is it back? Is it not back? You know, I, I don't think I've had more WhatsApp messages about water than we have in the last kind of month here going where, you know, is it back? Is it not? Can I put the washing on, you know, the dishwasher? The worst was, yeah, the, the worst was yesterday kind of going 24 hours almost with no water. And you've got kids that want to go swimming or that have their GA matches and you're kind of going, can I afford to take them down and then come home and not be able to give them a shower or a bath? Yeah, because they're going to be oh. filthy dirty. Yeah. Um, Will I be able for two kids running around the house manky for for 24 hours? Well, then I'll talk about the husbands then, you know. We've yeah. got to talk about the kids here. But, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's just, it's, and now, it's and on top of that, Angelique, for... the electricity as well has gone off a few times too. And oh, that, the, oh, yeah. That... You can't run half your stoves or electric stoves, so you can't cook. You can't, you know, can't put something in the oven. You can't wash your dishes. So you're kind of going... Are we living in a terrible country here where there's absolute, you know, yeah. mayhem, kind of, and no way of knowing what's going to happen and what's not? And then you've got crashes, you've got businesses. You know, one of the, I know one of the play, kind of the crash or play school here had to close because there was no water. So you've got parents then trying to work and being told, well, your kids can't come in because we've got no water. Um, mm-hmm. So, Well, most you know, businesses, well, a lot of businesses would need water. I mean... I'm sure the local hairdressers in the area, I mean, they'll have to close if there's no water. Uh, Not just the hairdressers, there's a cafe here as well. They've been closed all throughout. You've got all of COVID that we've been closed or told that they can't open. Now you're finally coming back in at a time when you're going, okay, look, we can make our business. Let's, you know, let's kick off. And then, oh, wait, sorry, we've got no water. And there's no notice to them either. Oh, look, the water's back, but the power is gone. Yes. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, 
a way to live, put it that way. Yeah, and, and, and being a mother of a young one. child, a young baby, is difficult enough. Uh, and a father, can I say, because they do add something to it. Uh, but do, being the mother, certainly, of a young baby is difficult. It's a difficult enough time trying to get everything together, trying to organise things, wash the baby, do all those kind of things, without having to worry if there's going to be water or electricity in your home. Absolutely. And it's also about it's also about timing. We talk about, you know, mothers juggling everything and you're going, okay, my kid's in school now, the older one, I need to cook. Oh, there's no water. I can't do the washing, you know. So you're kind of going, hang on, when your child comes home, the one that does get to go to school, <laughs> you know, then you're kind of going, well, I can't do everything in that time frame. So, you know, stress levels, your work. I know someone was talking about, you know, people who are ill and stuff. It's You, you can't tell them you've got to wait eight hours and then, you know, we'll have water for you for your needs. It's it's not it's yeah. not doable. It's not like I said, it's not a way to live. And then we're talking we're building massive amounts of new estates here. I don't know how many the new the new place has, maybe four hundred and fifty new units going in over, you know, they've had a hundred in and we're still building. But where is this water coming from for all these new builds and for all the new residents that the town is going to take on? Um, well, well, stay there just a second, because I want to go to Tony as well, just before I talk to our councillors and politician as well. Uh, Tony, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. Now, Tony, you're Julia's dad, who is on early on. She's delivering water to you, 65 litres, I believe, at a time. So how are you getting on? Uh, not too good. We moved down here about four years ago. And we, like, don't get me wrong, the place is lovely. It's a lovely place. Mm. Uh, the houses are lovely, but the services are just non-existent. You know, the water is just a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Now, we're at a stage, Niall, where we're now coming towards the end of summer that we're going into now lighting our fires and turning on our boilers and things like that. Yeah. If, if you don't have water... Your heating's not going to work properly. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, because you, if the pressure drops in the heater, you're into a dodgy yeah. situation. Well, you can, yeah. you can actually drain, drain out your system and yeah. all of a sudden then you have a tank exploding and things like that or your boiler not yeah. getting up. But... They're building houses here to beat the band and they're building uh, retirement villages and retirement homes and there's there's no water supply, extra water supply or extra sewerage system for these new builds. Mm. Basically, this morning as I'm coming back from my walk, I noticed Irish Water and Mead County Council fitting a new sewerage pump on the new roads. Now, it, that's been an ongoing problem for the estate that I live in. Uh, basically, you can come out some mornings and the smell of sewerage is so bad. Wow. So when you say it to some of the locals, they turn and say, oh, that's somebody smelling slurry. But it's not that time of the year. To be <laughs> I know, yeah. So, so you know it's not. It's sewerage, yeah. Yeah, now basically, there's a councillor here, Noel French. And in fairness to Noel, I think he's on his own. He's basically on his own for the whole of Enfield. He attended, he went across to Trim Castle to meet with Damien English and a minister to highlight this, the, the, the issue about the water. And he was basically told, you need to lobby the minister for housing, who is Dara O'Brien. And, and has he lobbied him? He was told, but like, you shouldn't have to lobby. Well, I mean, well, I suppose you shouldn't. You're right, Tony. You shouldn't have to. But I suppose it does, if it means just lobbying anybody, and I know Pater Tobin is in the area too. He's your local constituents there. I mean, he's a TD there. He should be sorting it out as well. Or, and I know, he, look, Pater's a good guy too. And I know he'll try to do his best. 
Tony, I'm not cutting you short, but I need to speak to people after the break and try and get this sorted out or try and get something sorted out for you guys because this is a dreadful situation. Loads of people, by the way, sending in pictures of the water. Somebody sent in a picture of water from Six Mile Bridge. And Jesus, it looks gooky. It looks like brown paint in a glass. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of this. On the line is Jack Lynch, local representative for Aintu in the area, and also Johnny Gurk, a Sinn Féin TD for, for the constituency of Mead West. Uh, good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? Hello, Niall. How are you doing? Good. Now, listen, let me just go, Jack, just to you first. Um, look, I have a statement here from Irish Water, and the statement to me makes it seem like there was something kind of recent that happened, and now it's kind of sorted out because the yeah. pumps were replaced yesterday, and there was a mechanical issue at a water plant. But according to the... Any amount of residents I've had on the air, and I could have on the air for the next hour or two, this has been going on for nearly a year, on top of the ESB, by the way, which we haven't had a statement back from them yet. But, I mean, what is the issue? Well, look, I suppose the main problem here is that at the water plants in Enfield, in Beliver, and in Longwood particularly, there is no adequate storage facility on site. So when those pumps um, cause a shutdown in the plant due to too much iron in the water, for example, there's no backup supply. And that's causing the towns, you know, to, to, to see massive outages, long-term outages. Um, the, the problem here is a, is a historic lack of investment. So, um, so is it time to build one of those yokes that I see on the M50 that Bertie <laughs> Hearn put up, that big thing that looks like a mushroom? Yeah, is is yeah. it time to put one of those in the Well, area? we need something along those lines. Um, yeah, absolutely. And we've called for this, you know, these, like when we, myself and Deputy Patrick Tavine met Irish Water in January, and they, they, they said that, that the problem here is there is a lack of storage on site. We met with them again in August. Now, the problem in, in between those two dates has gotten a lot worse in Enfield. There's been, I think we received reports of 17 outages over the month of August in Enfield. And seven out of nine days uh, there, not so long ago, there was no water at all. That's so, incredible. Yeah. I mean, how are families, how are young families supposed to get their kids out? And school? then when the water comes back, I believe the electricity is gone. That's yeah, another yeah. issue. So you have a, you have a double, a, a double uh, uh, problem okay, here. Well, let, let me just go to Johnny Gork, Sinn Féin yeah. TD, for the, for the constituents. Now, Johnny, I believe you brought this up at the doll already. The budget doesn't seem to be the issue because Irish Water have reported profits, although down. And also there was actually salt in the wounds, but there was an article in the Irish Independent yesterday where Irish Water are now paying their staff over 113 staff more, more than €100,000 each. So money is not the problem, Johnny. So what is the problem as far as you're concerned and what are they going to do about it? Yeah, well, the problem is actually money, Niall. Um, in fairness to Mead County Council, Mead County Council have the, the planning and the design in place for these new residents. And uh, Longwood, Longwood has been approved uh, 500000 for a new uh, reservoir. So we're waiting for a start date in, in Longwood. So that one is half sorted anyway. So the issue with Enfield... And that's a long-term answer, but for the short term, for the residents, because that's going to take a couple of years to put together. Well, so if, if the same, um, Niall, from start to finish, it'll take six months, you know, so a, st- a start date is very important. Well, that's quick they, enough, yeah. They, okay. are going, they are going back to the contractor who priced these three reservoirs two years ago and see um, his, his prices have probably went up for them. So they have to go back to the contractor and see what it can be done for. So that's at negotiations at the moment, uh, Niall. So the, the issue with um, Enfield is the, 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 the need to release the 500,000 for the reservoir in Enfield. The planning is in place, the design is in place. That project is ready to go if Irish Water release uh, 500,000. I brought it up with um, the, the Tarnished in January and he said he would get on to Irish Water. I've heard nothing back. I brought it up with the Taoiseach in June and he said that there was additional funding for these projects and that they should be approved. Now, we, we are hoping that in the very, very near future that 
the money for um, the reservoir in Enfield will be released now. But that's 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 not. Well, I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's a case, Johnny, that where this has to be done because speaking to the residents, of course, and many people would know, there's lots of new housing estates going in in the area as well. There's a new school going in. I believe there's something else going in there. Somebody mentioned earlier on there. That I think I don't know a small medical center or something going in as well. So there's lots of new facilities going in. So the demand for water is going to increase in the area. Everybody knows Enfield as that town you pop off into for a bite to eat when you're on your way down somewhere. But now Enfield has become, a, it's, it's a town, it's a large town now with a large population. You're talking, Niall, almost 4,500 Absolutely. people in Enfield already. Now, um, I will bring it up again tomorrow um, in, in the Dáil, um, Niall. I will bring it up and I keep putting on as much pressure as possible until we get these um, three reservoirs sorted. I mean, you, you heard, I don't know whether you heard Julie at the start of the show, she's bringing down 65 litres of water to her parents in the back of the car every night to try and keep them going. It's unacceptable. It's a disgrace, um, Niall. But uh, the problem is Irish Water, they need to, the government needs to put the pressure on Irish Water to release the funds for these projects. That's what's holding it up. In fairness to me, County Council, I have lots of rows with them. I fight with them over lots of things. But they have the planning in place, they have design in place. This is at the foot of Irish Water that need pressure from government to release these these funds and get these projects up and running. I mean, and I know, Jack, just finally, just yeah. coming to you, it's created an awful lot of hardship in the area. Yeah. I know Padder is busy today. Normally he would come on and talk to us Absolutely. about it as well. Yeah. But And I know Padder's been quite good organising people to rally together as yeah. well, as you have too. So, I mean, the, the general sense from the community is everybody's been affected. What about people, I suppose, with special kind of needs, medical needs in the area? I suppose they're more dramatically affected by this. Absolutely. Well, just to say on, on the last point there, that um, when we spoke to Irish Water, they said that the... Start dates for, some, for, for Enfield and Beliver for those storage facilities wouldn't, wouldn't t- commence until late 2022. That's useless. And possibly early 2023. And they also said that there's a problem on site where there's a lack of room on site for these um, storage tanks. So they may have to acquire more land. Now, that's, that's now 2022 is no good to the Absolutely five or six not. people I've had on today and everybody else no, that lives sure. there. It's, 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 it's not good enough at all. This is a real crisis. I mean, how are families expected to wait till, till late 2022, early 2023, and possibly further if they need to acquire more land. Now, we've asked them for a report into, into what stage they're at, if they need to, you know, um, find this land or will there be enough room. So we're waiting for them to come back with us, to us with a statement on that. But if that's the case, I mean, you're looking at a very, very long-term situation here where there's not going to be any, any proper improvement in the short term, you know? And all I'll say to you, lads, is, you know, with an election probably atmosphere looming in the air, and I think we all know that at this stage, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be happening in the next six or seven months, the way, the way I can see it. I'd say, you know, we should be helping the residents out and getting people on our side. So well, I think, I think yeah. lads, between us all... We, you know. we did organise a demonstration on Saturday in Trim to, for, the, for residents in Enfield, Beliver, Longwood, Trim. We, we had people out on the street there. We need the public to get behind our campaign. That's, that's what we're saying. You know, we've seen it with the Navin Hospital campaign. Um, we st- they started with 100 people and it went up to 10,000 people and that's what saved mm. Navin Hospital. Uh, yeah, so Johnny, OK, we're just Johnny finally. Just in, on that. In, fairness, in fairness, you know, Jack, that was a Sinn Féin uh, that brought the people to the streets on Navin Hospital. But as we're getting... Ah, lads, let's not fight over who got the people well, out in the streets. We need to get them out in the streets. We're, what we need to fight about is who's going to get this sorted out. And Jack is saying that Irish Water is saying this is probably not going to start in 2022. Johnny, you're reckoning it's going to happen earlier. I think between the two of you guys and everybody else in the area, the local councillors and representatives, for the sake of the people and for the sake of votes in the next election, and God knows when that'll be, I know, Johnny, if Sinn Féin have their way, it'll be sooner rather than later. I think we should be all out there and all getting together, you know, yeah. and the same goes for Aintu as well, to try and help the people in the area.
the area. And, and exactly, sure. Nile, we, we have to work together, Nile, to make yep. sure that we get these projects over the line. But okay, listen, this is last. Thank you. Run out of time. Jack Lynch, local representative, frame two in the area, and also Johnny Gurk, Sinn Fein TD for the constituency of Mead West. Uh, hopefully, we'll all get that sorted out. It's in everybody's interest, isn't it? Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.